0: Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. And get involved in the conversation using the hashtag today
1: Yes, yes, y'all! From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful lewisville Texas.
2: My arm was in the shot.
1: It's Texas Football Today, a show where our arm's in the shot. My name is Greg Tupper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football League Magazine, texasfootball.com, corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live, texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all of the places. Or listen to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part. Support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good, wearing a cowboy shirt certainly a choice
0: okay listen i didn't wear it on monday because i actually
1: pickled the touch to the door
0: hi i didn't wear it on monday which one this is a dope shirt it's really soft um i didn't wear it on monday because i was sad but today i have a new hope and i'll get my heart crushed again on sunday but for today a new hope <laughs>
1: let's uh let's see what uh, our special in-studio guest thinks Hello. of that new hope uh, let's go to uh chief dave campbell's texas football chief Cowboys correspondent, Matt Stepp.
0: Oh, Scoops is going to be mad at you.
1: Um, well, How are you feeling about Sunday against the Bungles? God is dead. There we go. Today <laughs> is Friday, September 16th. <laughs> Not great. 2022. Cowboys. Can I cheer you up, though? Sure. 69 days until Thanksgiving. No, I- nice.
2: Dang it. Pickle beat me to it.
0: <laughs>
1: A happy birthday to Nick Jonas, episode one thousand four fifty-seven. What a day! I think he's. uh,
0: I always liked Kevin Jonas more, which was the least popular opinion ever. But I thought Kevin was really funny. Like Nick's the hot one, but Kevin's really funny, so I like Kevin more. Does it change your
2: opinion that he's thirty? That checks out, by the way, with pickle. That absolutely checks out. Oh yeah. (laughs) Change (laughs) your opinion that
1: he's thirty.
0: Oh, old. Ish is older than Nick Jonas. Uh (laughs) I'm gonna make fun of him.
1: Mm. Poor Ish. Ish. he's not even here to defend himself
0: exactly that's the best part <laughs> on today's show folks Poor, defenseless sweet baby oh, innocent, innocent. Uh, whatever <laughs> we have some
1: things to do before we get to it like the player of the week and the uh dairy max assistant coach of the week but before we get to but but that all leads up to helpful honda Mailback friday coming up back half the show if you've got questions about high school football college football recruiting lifestyle romance travel anything like that Food re- if you need a food recommendation, Matt step is here. So if you're going to a game and you need a food I recommendation. might be able to help you. Might be able to help you. I haven't been to every town in Texas, but I've been to a lot. Where do you eat in Bluffdale? Uh, I don't think there is anywhere
2: to eat in Bluffdale. That's well, we I think we can it, huh? probably vouch now. We'll talk about that coming up here in a moment, too. There's a deer processing plant, though, so I guess maybe they could get some sausage. You know, deer sausage. Could
0: I told y'all in Cherokee who they were playing. The best beans I've ever had were at the little uh, barbecue shop attached to the attached to the taxidermy <laughs> shop. If you're ever in Cherokee, mm. that's the place to and go. you
1: should have seen Leno Pickle last night. Oh, I bet in she was her in her bag. bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do we have first four through the door?
0: Uh, yeah, we probably do. Uh, Aaron Flynn, Rob Hadaway, Ed McElroy, and Tony Blaylock. welcome in fellas.
1: Howdy, friends. Howdy, friends. Thanks for spending part of your day with us. All right, Pickle. Let's do this Dave Campbell's Texas Football, the leading publication for all things football in the state of Texas, and the Tax Act Texas Bowl recognize the most outstanding high school football players in the state each week with the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week Award. Each week, the Dave Campbell's Texas Football staff nominates 10 candidates for that week's award based on the previous week's on-field performance. We then leave it up to you to vote at TexasFootball.com. Don't blame me. Voting closes each Friday at noon, with the winner being announced shortly thereafter on TexasFootball.com. It is shortly thereafter. And so, Your week three, Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week,
0: is... Boom!
1: Alvarado running back Jaden Bridgewater, who was spectacular. A workhorse for the Indians. 42 carries, 324 yards, and five touchdowns rushing. Congratulations to all the nominees. El Paso America's defensive back, Mario Holguin. uh, Dallas Lincoln quarterback, Byron Eaton Jr., Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. very old it's a blast from the past Lampasas quarterback David Flores Centerville running back and linebacker Paxton Hancock Seminole quarterback Blake Flowers shear running back Davion Godley Hampshire Finette athlete Deontay Zeno Panhandle athlete Landon Hack and Falfurias athlete Jim Marcus Jones but a very special congratulations to the week three Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week Alvarado running back Jaden Bridgewater very well deserved young man Dairy Max and Dave Campbell's Texas Football are proud to team up this year to honor excellence in coaching and, uh, and the hard work that assistant coaches put in on behalf of their teams. Each week, the Texas football staff nominates four deserving assistant coaches across the state for the Dairy Max Built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Week and let fans decide on the winner via a Twitter poll. It all leads up to the Dairy Max Built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Year decided at season's end. The voting is closed. Your Week 3 Dairy Max Built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Week is... San Antonio Brandeis defensive coordinator, Calvert uh, Maddox. I should probably. Oh, Coach Maddox, that's my guy. Is that your guy? Took a picture with him at coaching school a couple of years ago. Who is that? not your guy? Great point. The list is shorter. <laughs> the Brandeis defense stymied San Antonio Marshall in its district opener, holding the Rams to just 106 yards of total offense in a 24-0 shutout victory. So, uh, but congratulations to all the nominees: Bill Spring, defensive coordinator Mario Heredia, Fulcher, offensive coordinator Billy Noonan, and Paradise offensive coordinator Lane Wilson. But a very special congratulations to the Week Three Dairy Max built by Choco Milk assistant coach of the week, Calvert Mac- Maddox, the defensive coordinator from San Antonio Brandeis.
2: This
0: picture me and Coach right there, there it is. Hold on. Let's. Go. Go to hang, the, hang on, go. hang on, hang on, and boom, go for it. It's a
1: picture of me and Coach. There you Maddux. go. Right go, there. congratulations, yeah, I told you. Congratulations, Coach Maddox. All right, and now a word from our friends at VCR Now. <laughs>
0: 855-GO-VCR-NOW. Again, that's info at VCRnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW.
1: Every high school athlete wants to play on the big stage and every parent wants their child to be the best, but is making your target list of schools based on top 25 rankings really the best strategy? What about academics? location, coaching style, financial aid. There's so many factors that should be considered when selecting a college program outside of on-field performance. Our friends at Athletes to Athletes have put together a recruiting guide centered around providing a broader, more holistic perspective about what your college experience could be. It's got checklists, do's and don'ts, key strategies, much more. It's a 22-page guide that covers everything you and your family should know as you walk through your college recruiting journey. And now, for a limited time only, Athletes to Athletes is offering this guide for free to our audience. Go to athletestoathletes.com slash Dave Campbell today download the free college recruiting guide that's athletes t o athletes.com athletes athletes.com slash dave campbell or scan that qr all right pickle it is now time for helpful honda mailbag friday
0: the north texas honda dealers want to help you score some great deals on award-winning honda stop by your helpful honda dealer today or visit ntx honda dealers.com to learn more
1: all right if you've got questions about high school football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, romance, travel, all the things, get them in on the comments on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. We'll get to as many as we can. Um, let's talk a little bit about last night. You were at AT&T Stadium for the weirdest doubleheader yeah. of all time. The Wise County double, yeah. Yeah, like a some. Thursday night doubleheader from Probably like three some, A-teams.
2: Yeah, some local businessman there in Bridgeport Paradise, Wise County, decided to rent the stadium out and let the schools there play and... uh that's a, pretty it's a cool kidding. experience uh, for those kids. They're a decent sure. little crowd. Like it's, I mean, look, it's Paradise and it's Bridgeport. They're not going to fill up AT and T, but no, like, they brought decent crowds. Yeah, they, they brought good. decent crowds for their size. Um, Paradise uh, blew out Millsap, fifty six to fourteen. It's not a bad Millsap team. No, and Paradise is Paradise is Austin Iglesias. Their quarterback is he, he's in, he's. He is in the mix for. Uh, he got that dog in him. Or
1: Ooh, oh, you yes. heard it here first.
2: He's got that dog. He he may have that dog in him. Ooh, we're gonna do some more research and yeah, we going to see research the do the X ray. I dropped
0: I dropped that line for you on Valley the other night. Oh, did you? Mm-hmm.
2: Awesome. He's, we, you. we might have to do the X rays H- on. How is that not branded? Where's Rudes? Where's Scoops and Rob? <laughs> like,
1: come on. Um, yeah. So we may have to do some X rays see if he's in fact got
0: yeah, that yeah, dog. We're in waiting for the X to
1: come
2: in.
0: Oh, we should get like uh something like like Touchstone Imaging or something to or like how
2: about like pet Smart or something. Oh, yeah, that's there, true. Know, or chewy.com. Maybe you know I, I mean? could get some
0: discounts off of
2: that. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, Paradise. I think Paradise is, you know, Brock and Whitesboro yeah. obviously take up a lot of oxygen in that district. But Paradise is going to be a force to be contended with. And then Bridgeport, uh, they're th- Bridgeport very quietly, 3-1. Uh, they blow out Benbrook, 56-21, to and the, the Bridgeport offense is cooking. Mm-hmm. They've scored 56 points or more their last three games. J.D.
1: Martinez. That he's a he
2: ball-coaching dude. Yeah. He, they, so they, uh, you know, Bridgeport rolled. B- Benbrook-Bridgeport was paradise from the jump rolled. Yeah. B- Bridgeport-Benbrook was a, a close for a quarter, and then Bridgeport mm-hmm. hit the gas. So... It was weird being at AT&T Stadium when there was like only... I'm used to going there and it's the state championships and there's mm-hmm. a ton of people there. It's weird being in that press box with like three other people and Phil.
1: Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> and Phil. And Phil. Yeah.
2: Mr. Phil. Shout out to him. How Phil. is Mr. Phil doing? He's doing great. Good. He's Good. Not He was a little, you know, not, 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 not pleased about the Cowboys game.
1: But I'm you know, sure he was. We all,
0: we all were disappointed. One so. in the same, Mr. Yeah. Phil. Yeah. One yeah. in right the same.
1: Right there with you, brother. Yeah, exactly. We went somewhere, Pickle.
0: We did. We went to Scenic... Bluffdale. Texas. We
1: went to Bluffdale. Uh, Bluffdale actually is pretty.
0: Oh, it was gorgeous. gorgeous. There's the, a bluff. Uh, There's
1: a bluff. There's a there. bluff, and the football stadium's right near the bluff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And so Bluffdale's been playing football. I want to say this is their seventh season. They have not been because they, they they transitioned from a K through eight school, and then I think you'd basically go to Toler or you'd go maybe to Stevenville for high school. I think they went to Toler. Toller. Yeah. Um. But they've they've since basically they've kind of, okay we're going to open up all grades so they've started a football team, um. And they've they've built a. You know, decent little six man stadium stuff yeah. like that.
0: they've got a good little press box.
1: Great, good little press box. The concession
0: L- stand's adorable. So this was a
1: top. This is a top ten matchup in one A Division two, and first of all, the crowd considering was excellent. Yeah, we there might have been four hundred people there, and I know that doesn't sound like a lot, but when you consider it's Bluffdale. And were, Cherokee and Cherokee's 100 miles away and not on a freeway. It's a Thursday.
0: Yeah, it's a Thursday.
1: Yeah. Awesome crowd.
0: Yeah, we pulled into the first parking lot and it was full. We had to go up to the second parking lot. Um and then in the stands, there were not enough stands to where everyone was lining the fence on both sides. It was very very cool.
1: It was. It was ex- Let me see. And the if game I,
0: was good too. We it looked like no,
1: it was. was going
0: to possibly 45 of them and then all of a sudden at halftime Bluffdale came back and it was only a four point game at the half
1: Bluffdale's got an enrollment of 56 and Cherokee has an enrollment of 45 nice so the fact that they had that crowd out there was mm-hmm. awesome and but you're right so so Cherokee jumped out they took returned the opening kickoff for a touchdown and then like they got a stop and they scored again you're like oh here we go it was like
0: 28 20- nothing at one point but they We're came back
1: over, oh, uh, Bluffdale really what they did was they, they took the air out of the ball and they mm. started taking up a lot of time like long time consuming drives and converting a lot of third downs and stuff and they scored at the buzzer of halftime to pull it to a one score game and you're like which
0: was an insane call too oh yeah
1: they, they ran uh, the fake spike
0: yeah it, <laughs> they had
1: no timeouts they faked the spike and they threw wide nice. right over receivers oh, awesome uh, Wade Johnson was in his back but then Cherokee in the second half really pulled away they they tightened up defensively only gave up one touchdown and then their uh, their running game really got humming they started blocking really well and they roar to a uh, 84 to 44 88, 88 48 or 88 84 44 I know it was a
0: 40
1: point I think game 84 44. Um, a win Awesome to be out there Awesome. everyone loved the swag wagon. So um, my wagon looks good. It looks great. It's got right. a refresh. The superintendent
0: welcomed us into the parking lot.
1: Yeah, line. it was like it was like so we we pull in and like we were. I presume we're going to pay for parking, so I can not roll out the window, like, oh no, you guys are great. And so, like, a woman and a man standing there, it's like, okay, well, thank you, go park. And then, like, later, the same guy, the parking attendant walks up and says, hey, I'm the superintendent of Bluffdale <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> like, that checks out. That rules. Yeah, that checks out. Yeah, uh, he probably you know, drove the bus.
2: I've so, been superintendent dro- in yeah. some school districts, you know, drive the bus. Like, oh, yeah. Those tiny districts like that.
1: Talk with a gentleman uh, on the sideline, and he said, uh, he was like, yeah, I'm from Stephenville. I just drove up for, you know, six man action, good state right game and stuff. It was a lot of fun. We stopped at Heim on the way, Heim Barbecue. Mm-hmm. Our yes. buddy. Travis Heim, so
2: strong, strong, oh uh, strong move there.
1: So, uh, we went with Aaron Hardigan. I saw
2: y'all got Hardigan
1: out. We there. did. She Super had a great. Nova. She had a great time. Showed up. She yeah. had a great time. And I just, I don't know, I, like we'll we'll move on. But I just want to say that I like I, I I intentionally told everybody here. I was like, I need you to take a snapshot right now, because there is a like one of the next high school football games you go to, and definitely the next one A Division two football game you go to. We'll be at AT&T Stadium. <laughs> like, it's just wild. Anyway, we had a fantastic time. We appreciate Wade Johnson at Bluffdale for having us out. And Congratulations to Zach White, uh, the head coach of Cherokee, uh, who had us out as well. In fact, we caught up with Coach White after their victory. <laughs> Greg Tepper, Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com here in Bluffdale at Bobcat Field, where the Cherokee Indians move to 4-0 on the year with an 84-44 win over... Bluffdale. We're here joined by Cherokee head coach, Zach White. Coach, first and foremost, congratulations. 4-0 is 4-0. I know tonight uh, start was strange at times, but you guys ended up pulling out the victory. I have to imagine that you're pretty pleased with that.
3: Yeah, we were a little uncharacteristic with turnovers and losing a kick, and that changes the game real fast. Uh, We couldn't get off the field on fourth down, but it was good for us. Um, You don't learn from when you're perfect. You learn from when you make a mistake and can watch it and teach it and um, guys are trying their tail off. I, I'm so proud of this group. Um, I've had them for five years, and they were little guys when I first got them, and they're they're starting to figure it out.
1: Let me ask you because the, the first three games you guys cruised. You guys were really dominant through the first three. Tonight, it's a good Bluffdale Ball Club that gave you guys a handful. They Do you feel amazing. you feel like you guys are you're going to gain something
3: from this? 100, 100. Their spread game was amazing. They had the probably the best athlete on the field by far. Um, we struggled tackling. And uh, further down the road, we're going to have to tackle a guy like that repeatedly to make a run. So, so it was good. It was great. It was a great team win. And offense looked good, but defense, we need to improve. Let
1: me ask you about halftime because, uh, you know, you guys are not used to being in a ball game at halftime. This was a one score game at halftime um, where they score right at the buzzer. Uh, what was your message to your guys in the locker room?
3: We, uh, you got to play fast. We got to play faster, and we got to make plays. Um, I put my best three guys right there, making a, with the opportunity to make the play every time, uh, right over the ball, and they, they started doing that a little more in the second half. And so, uh, conditioning came a factor. I think they were they were a little tired, and we were still going. So,
1: uh, let me ask you a little bit about your, your star running back Gunner Ball. He was exceptional in the second half. I think five touchdowns there in the right. second half.
3: Uh, this kid, pretty special. What can you tell us about him? Uh, he's a great kid. He's a he's a junior. Um, he, he, uh, the offensive line did a great job, I think. I mean, he was, there was four or five of them that he was untouched. Um, And they, and they were. The quarterback did a great job. He he led about four or five of them into the end zone. So I I would say it's a team effort on that. But he did a great job. He's fat. He's probably the fastest kid we got.
1: Well, and and finally, you know, let me ask you about about moving forward. This is a team that has high expectations. They came into the year high expectations. You're off to this four and zero start. Do you is there something maybe you know about this team now that you didn't know at the beginning of the season?
3: No, it was good. We we lost a game last year in the second half uh, to Richmond Springs that hurt, still hurts. Um, but we're over it, and we're going to the next one. But So this was good to see him come out and really fight in the second half. Uh, we got the toughest district in the state of Texas, um, <laughs> 2, 3, and 12 or something crazy. Um, so there's going to be a really, really good football team staying home. So we don't want it to be us. we got to keep getting better. Coach, enjoy this one. Thank you so much. There is Zach White, the head coach of the
1: um, – of the four and oh, uh and Cherokee Indians. Let me tell you, they've got two dudes on their team walking off the bus. They've got they've got a, this is going to sound crazy for six man. Mm-hmm. They have a kicker. I can look up his no, his name. His they have a kicker. One. I swear to you, he could kick off for Angelo State tomorrow. Yes. Really? Okay. Yeah. He's bo- he's not just he's not just uh, kicking touchbacks. He is rocketing them out of the back of the end he's zone. He's
0: better. He's the best kicker I've seen all year. Rody and Ligon yeah. is his name, and I've been to six A games and five A games, and he's the best kicker I've seen all year. Oh.
1: It was he was he had a rocket launcher attached to his leg. He was spectacular. He kicked
0: it into the baseball field.
1: <laughs> I mean, they've got they had dudes. Um, this was uh, the guys I want to shout out that really impressed me. Uh, for Cherokee, it was. Um, uh, it was uh, Gunnar Ball who really took over in the second half, mm-hmm. running the ball. He was fantastic. He looked the part as well. And then uh, for Bluffdale, uh, the, he, w- the guy he mentioned on the f- he said uh, the best player on the field is DJ Wood for, for Bluffdale. That kid is that kid is special. that yeah, kid's really really talented. He was awesome. We had a great time out in the Bluffdale. We appreciate them having us out.
0: All right, pickle.
1: We have some questions from the people.
0: We absolutely do. Let's start off with one of the headliners. A little bit of a lighter week, but still some good games. And yeah. this one definitely. What are your thoughts on Quero and Cal Allen? Yeah, well, the... you can
1: listen to Tap and Step, you jerk. Yeah. No, okay. Or read my preview. Or read your preview. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is, I mean, this is going to sound like we're saying the same thing over and over, but, like, I think it's so clear to me that this is a game dictated by Pace. That, like, if Quero can get Cherokee, or, I'm um, Cherokee. Huh. Quero, now, Cuero's playing Cherokee. We got news. I was going to say, if Quero can get Cal Allen playing. <laughs>
0: it will not be close or if, dictated by if, Pace. If
1: Quero can get Cal <laughs> Allen playing up and down. Like that's bad news for Callum. They don't want to yeah. play that. Callum's got to play in the mud. They got to muck it up. They got to muck it up. They yeah. got to get this game in the in the twenties. You know what I mean? If this game gets to the thirties, Callum's offense is good, but I think the secret the secret here is Cuero's defense has been that's very the thing. solid.
2: I think Cuero can win. Cuero can win a shootout, or they could. Their, their defense is good enough to win an ugly mm. muck it up game allen has got one path to victory. Yes. They've got to muck it up and hope they can do enough to contain Quero's offense. Where I think Quero, I think, I think Quero, obviously Cuero's the favorite. Yes, but just based off of that, I think they're the better, more complete team.
1: I think that's but Cal right. Allen's playing well. They're mm-hmm. they they're, they're improving. But and this is a really good test for Quero against a team that is the style of team. They're going to have to beat in Region Four yeah. in order to. But Quero's take, in Region Three now. Do yeah, I get used to saying that?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Can we can we start the show over? Start the show over. Nah, I'm gonna, you, myself. Tepper
2: you're not perfect it's okay i know i know perfection is what you expect but it's okay
1: you suck what's next pickle <laughs> um i forgot they're in region three that's so weird i know mm-hmm. it's going to take me a while to figure uh, out to, you know, to I, get with carthage being rob emailed too, so. me about like
2: a sponsor game and mm-hmm. i was like well cuero's in region three so they're gonna go north in the playoffs yeah. instead of go south mm-hmm. Made me think of it i
1: just gotta like all right what's next pickle
0: um. Let's go with your thoughts on Naaman Forest and Wiley East.
1: Naaman Forest and Wiley uh-huh. East. Okay.
0: There's a hipster pick
1: F- for me. Wiley East is an unknown
2: commodity still. Unbeaten. Their them. Schedule. Mm-hmm. Ha- their schedule hasn't been the greatest.
1: Naaman, we kind of know what Naaman is. And Naaman, I think is pretty good. And th- this is a perfect example of a team that it may be better than their record indicates mm-hmm. in Naaman because they played Louisville close. Like, the competitively, mm-hmm. and they play Plano East real close, and Plano East suddenly onto a 3-0 yeah. start. Yeah, and we're
0: real hot on Louisville. Yeah, we're
1: real hot on Louisville. Yeah, yeah. uh, Wiley East is 2-0, but they beat Berkner, and they beat Grand Prairie. Exactly. Two teams so, that are a little bit in the mud right
2: now. I think we know a little bit more about name of Forest. This is really Wiley East's first true. There's Rob Meles with the big, che- big giant check. check. Um, you have
0: to take it to a big bank.
2: You yeah. do. I know. Uh <clears throat> for me, I think it's more a matter of we're going to learn a lot more about Wiley East yeah. and how they fare. Because Naaman Forrest is a team that we feel like is going to be in the mix for a district title in the Garland ISD district. Mm-hmm. Wiley East has struggled in 5A, moving up to 6A. They're better. Marcus Gold has done a good job there. But I think we're going to learn a lot about this Wiley This
1: is the best East. team they've played. Hmm? This is the best team they've played. and by, by uh, wide margin. And, and, and I think God's Power nawahi is probably the best player they've played going up in the season. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, what's next, Pickle?
0: Um, with how much chalk there's been in 482 so far, who do you genuinely believe are the best teams? Is West Orange Stark still a top team? Um, or are they knocked out just because of loss?
1: So we talked about this on on Monday, and I think you listened to it. But but what's kind of remarkable is that in it kind of this year in the rankings, it kind of really depends on which class you're in. That like <laughs> yep. if you are in 4A Division Two, like I have bad news there's one team with a loss in, in, in 482, and it's Pleasant Grove who lost to an out-of-state team that's like three times your size? It's a 6A. It's, it's, a, 6A, a, 6A, it's a, 6A a 6A enrollment. Yeah, it's 6A a a enrollment.
2: Bird has an enrollment of like 2,400.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's the only team with a loss in our top 10. There's- As opposed to, if you can fog a mirror in 5A Division two right yeah. now, like, you might be a top three team. Yeah.
0: Did China Spring b- beat Waco Connolly last night? No, it, that's tonight, It's tonight. It? tonight.
1: Yeah, yeah, play tonight. Um, um there's a
2: that, that's a, in four A D two especially like four A just comparing four A D one to because somebody was like, well, Little Cypress Mauriceville is ranked in four A D one and they lost to West Orange Stark. But um, 4AD one is right now, yes, based on the data we have, really top heavy. There's yes. like mm-hmm. it's like Stevenville, China Springs, Salina, and then it's kind of yeah. Cal Allen, Bernie. Yeah. It's kind of the second tier. Four A D two, it's got it's got 15 teams. Like, there's a lot of really good teams that aren't even ranked right now because they can't, they just can't crack the rankings. Mm-hmm. So, West Orange Stark loses uh, and doesn't look good against PNG. Mm-hmm. And I know it's a bad matchup, but they, they just didn't look good at all in that game. Um, so,
1: so if you're asking me well, right now in 4A Division 2 who I like, I like Quero, right? Yeah. I like. Remember Carthage? Yeah. yeah. For Maybe the first time They're we're there. saying their name. Yeah. Uh, but, like, they've been very quietly just, like, mowing people down just and Just destroying people. Just destroying people yeah. like I'm they've telling been doing. I'm
0: you, too. Hershey is a really good team.
1: Hershey, G- uh, Gilmer, yeah. Pleasant so Gilmer's Grove. Gilmer's got wins over Chapel Hill and Kilgore. Like, I mean, I'm telling you. So we're going to get Gilmer and PG. When is that game? Gilmer and PG is... Since it's September 30th. September. Of course you know that. Okay. Gilmer and PG Well, is... I do that because Gilmer's yeah. got back-to-back buys. Yeah. That's why. Gilmer's on, on back-to-back buys, and then they go to Pleasant Grove. That's, like, mm. certified banger, and we'll learn a lot. For Carthage, like, they're going to be—they get a game tonight against Marshall, and that's a nice test because it's a 5A. Mm-hmm. Then they get into district, and it's like, Rusk is off to a good start, but I'm not sure they're quite on the Carthage level. Yeah. And then there's Van, which, like, your mileage may vary on Van. I think Van might be better than Rusk, quite frankly. Yeah. Um, but for me— I think a lot of the preseason stuff that we've thought has held. I think the power nexus is there in Region 2 with Carthage, Gilmer, and and PG. Mm -hmm. I think they're going to beat each other up and we're going to find out you know that that'll be a huge huge you know whoever comes out of there is probably probably right now if you're asking me probably she's Cuero on a title game yeah and you got Belleville kind of
0: Belleville is right there rolling. they've been well and that's the hard so. thing about the rankings too is just because number 11, 12, and 13 absolutely go out there and obliterate someone doesn't mean that the top 10 did anything yeah. to neg- like merit having to drop well, yeah. down
2: Wade O'Connelly the week before beat La Vega yeah and they didn't make the rankings, but no one ahead of them did anything that I thought, right. I mean, why would I drop a team that wins by 40 points? Like, right. You yep. can't, so it's hard, so, It's hard, early, especially early in the season because you're limited on your data set. So it, the question was, Was is West Orange Darks
1: still a contender? Mm-hmm. I think absolutely. They're probably, my but, num- they're probably num- our number 11 team right now. I'd I say would they're say they're so. probably number 11. So. I'd say they're, some, they're number 11. The other thing about them is... The, what I think is going to be interesting is we thought West Orange Stark was the favorite maybe in Region 3 or co-favorite maybe with Quero. Now their danger is have they slipped behind Quero? have they slipped behind Belleville, mm-hmm. have they slipped behind Silsby? Silsby. Yeah. We haven't mentioned Draylon Miller and, and, and the Tigers. So there's good balance there. The only regions where I think that we feel like maybe there's a power vacuum would be in Region 1, where I think Hershey's probably still your favorite. Clear. Hershey and, and Glen Rose. Yeah. yeah. And then Region 4, where I would say it's it's Wimberley, Wimberley right yeah. now. Yeah. Which it's is crazy, considering they lost their quarterback. Because Navarro's down. Navarro's down back. they struggling, so. Anyway. I mean, do you know who the... Do you know, I'm sorry, we'll move on, but do you know who the computer has the second best team in, in uh, Region 4 right now? Not sitting. Divine. Okay. The War Horses, who are rolling right now three 0 and they get a big game against another uh, they get a big game this week against Hundo. So we'll see okay, what's next, Pickle?
0: Um with the quarterback issues at Mount Virgin Mount Vernon, does Region two open back up? I would say yes. Uh
1: yes. Uh, uh so well big loss for So him. we haven't reported this on the show yet because I haven't I haven't been able to personally confirm it, but I know you have personally confirmed it. Yeah. Um that Mount Vernon quarterback Braden Bennett is, uh, has suffered a knee injury. Yeah. And is believed to be out for the year. Yeah. Um, which is a huge blow to that offense. Because he was everything. He was really good. He's really good. We'll find out. Now, we won't get a great measuring stick tonight. They play Gladewater Sabine, and they're just, they're just a lot better than Gladewater Sabine. Should be. But if, but if they, Exactly. If but if the offense falls Sabine, apart, yeah, they
2: struggle with Sabine. Like to struggle with Pewitt, and I know Pugh, it's a wonky matchup because of the slot T. But if they come out against Sabine and they struggle, I think even if they win, you might start talking about dropping them just because there's clear now evidence yes. that they're not the same team. Yeah, right. and at that point, I think Malakoff would
0: end up taking over as the favorite in Region Two.
1: Uh, yeah, I think that's probably fair. Or, um, or Grandview. Yeah, maybe Grandview. Yeah. yeah, you know, you know, Grandview did beat Malakoff. Yeah, Grandview. Many people people forget that. People forget that they. Well, they, they play
2: so much, and every game is close. So. It's, it's hard. And to... I think Mount Vernon also had a pretty significant injury on the defensive side of the ball, one of their better defensive players. I think Mount Vernon's going to change their style and go to much more of a mm-hmm. run-oriented system and hope that the young quarterback that's going to play. Are you, are, you, kind of... are you still
1: holding on to some West stock?
2: I think they're in the mix. They played Lorena tough, so mm-hmm. obviously they're 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 in the mix as well. So okay. West and Grandview are in the same district, mm-hmm. so we'll get a good yeah a good vibe on on the Trojans and uh, their kolaches and all that good stuff oh, here so. in a couple of weeks. What's next, pickle?
0: Speaking of kolaches, let's transition to like quick hitters on some food questions. Mm, love um, it. What's the best place to eat in Albany?
2: I've never been to Albany in my life, so I, I I don't know. Oh no! I mean, never been to Albany.
0: Why do we? Why? Are, why are you here? why, I, yeah, I'm why, a, why, why would we pay you say you? that you do here?
2: I nothing. I'm trying to think of what's around Albany. The problem is yeah, Abilene. I yeah, mean, you can go to Abilene. Uh, oh, Perini Ranch is a little south of Abilene. That's like one of my. That's that's a really that's really really good, but it's like going out towards Wiley. Uh, in in Abilene proper, there's a good Mexican place on the loop. Miguel's is pretty good.
0: There's a pizza buffet there that's a lot like a Mr. Gaddy's. So if you're into Mr. Gaddy's, there's a good little pizza you're buffet big there. Mis-
1: you're a big Mr. Gaddy. You are. You're a Mr. Gaddy's yeah, yeah, fan.
0: Plate of Ranch. How do you um, compete with it? Is there
1: anything in like Cisco or Breckenridge or anything around it? There's a, uh, Eastland,
2: there's um, a place called um, Heff's Burgers, which mm-hmm. is pretty good. That's a local, it's got a West Texas chain. Okay. That's pretty good. Okay, so next food question.
0: Uh, what is your recommendation for Conroe? Ooh, We've Conroe. been to Conroe, yeah. but we ate at the Noon Lions Club. <laughs> yeah, we did.
2: <sighs> there used to be a, a place in Huntsville that I liked. the The church barbecue was pretty good, but it's kind of they they're using gas now. And even though even though they're the Lords, <laughs> it's the Lords barbecue. They're using a gas. It's the grill. Lord's Yeah, and yeah.
0: the rest. What of would Hank Nashville Hill is think kind of that? F- uh, chain Hill.
2: Yeah. Oh conroe you got to go into conroe i know that mm-hmm. like typically the problem for me I've, I've actually done games in the woodlands but that's not conroe um i've never done a game at morehead stadium mm-hmm. and knowing what i know about Con- and typically i drive right through conroe on 45 because i'm yep. going to houston or i'm mm-hmm. going back And it's too close to houston to stop usually when i stop it's like in madison yeah or something. so i know there are some hidden gems but you got to get off of 45 into town Got to really checked it check that out, but I don't have any specifics because I, I just Conroe is one of those places where I'm just driving through.
0: Someone said Holy Smokes Barbecue in Huntsville is amazing.
2: Okay, one of us the same Church Barbecue they just rebranded, but I Holy say. Smokes sounds like there oh, can't yeah. be too there can't
1: be and, too yeah. religious based. We've had that. In the vlog I went to before. Church Barbecue when they were still using wood smoker, and it was pretty. <laughs> it Makes good. me a little sad. That's, that this is a side note that smoking for Jesus is not actually like a barbecue, like like it's a, you know that's a that's an idea. though. You know what I mean? Yeah, smoking for Jesus. It's there for smoking you Smoking for Jesus brisket. Yeah. Instead, if you didn't know, it's like you're so on fire for, for the Lord that you're yeah. smoking. That's why. it is. Anyway. Um, it's in Kingland.
0: King it is. Um, the last one. What's better, Chicken Express Chicken or Chicken Express Catfish?
1: i i'm gonna go with chicken yeah that is not a knock on a catfish the catfish is very good the catfish is is in my but i just prefer chicken to, yeah i, I prefer great it. chicken to great catfish
2: yeah but that's you're I, you're you're a regular tinder guy with the serendipity I sauce. Do. The i'm the spicy. a spicy tinder
1: guy but then yeah okay and you just go with the the gravy yeah yeah
0: okay so i like spicy tenders with the regular serendipity, serendipity sauce got it. that's that's the dub okay. um okay there there's your food questions Um, let's see, which one would you be more interested in attending, Lockhart versus Davenport or Poteet versus Pearsall?
1: Uh, I would say Lockhart and Davenport, and I'll tell you why. One, there is a real argument, and I don't, I'm, I'm meaning this consists, like, really, really truly. This is the biggest game in Davenport high school football history. Mm -hmm. Uh. The three-game history? The three-game history. This is the biggest game. They get it at home, like, this is a winnable game for Davenport. I think I picked Davenport. Um, I think I can do that. Poteet and Pearsall. Pearsall has been a fantastic story. If you don't know mm-hmm. about them, they have been down bad the past couple of years. Like, real bad. I want to say like 1-19 in 19 the last two years. It's been rough for the, for the Mavericks. They're off to And a th- this is a rivalry. Yeah, this is a rivalry. This is a 3-0 start. I kind of think Poteet might... Might expose him tonight, maybe. But I'll I'll go Pearsall Potte
2: rivalry aspect. Okay, Pearsall. Pote- uh, I've covered a game in Pearsall. Okay, Taco Alley. It's a street in Pearsall that has uh-huh. like five amazing taco stands. Ben's Taco Stand in Pearsall. It is open to like two a.m. There's probably going to be live chickens in, in running around there, and they're probably going to be dead when you get there post game because they took them and nice it, it, they smoked them. So yeah, they made them in freshness. They
1: made them into that made him into, tacos. into made tacos some delicious tacos you want the tacos problem. or not yeah like so. you want to see the sauce? I mean tacos think?
2: gotta come from somewhere
1: exactly right so B- Ben's, ta- Ben's taco stand Ben's pure taco salt. stand okay nice. well, that's fine that's that's a that's a much better reason than, than me saying it'll be a better game but you know you can, oh, I mean a it's game. a rivalry game it'd that's be a good fun. crowd alright Pickle let's do we well, we'll got some time
0: is District 2 5A Division 1's Tascos is to lose
1: Say
2: it seems like it. It's right early on, they're the favorite. Yeah, with, I, I think that they. the Coronado's been. had some struggles early on. I can't I mean, figure Cooper, them out,
0: man. Like Coronado's still
2: offensively challenged. challenged That's yeah. my issue with Cooper. Um,
1: so yeah, I'd say at the I think, moment, I Tascosa. think I think Coronado, as far as a ce- if a team were to reach their ceiling, mm-hmm. could be that team to challenge Tascosa. I remember, like, beat them last beat year. Beat him mm-hmm. beat them bad Badly. last year. I was at that game. Did you see? Do you see how the Caprock game ended?
2: Yeah. There the, was the, a bit of a controversial yeah, call. Yeah, the no, no, the pass interference call on the interception. Yeah, yeah, the, you it's know, tough now, for Caprock. It's tough for Caprock, but if you're also a Caprock, you shouldn't blow a 32-14 lead. I agree. Yes. That's the thing. You know, uh, I so. agree with that. I mean, don't, the don't thing is... Don't put that in. Yeah. you,
1: know, you Don't blow that lead. It's not, that call's not... Here's the other this. thing. Like, I'll say this. If Cooper goes out there and beats Ryder tonight, I'm willing to hear some love of Cooper love. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think they will. But I, Cooper and yeah, Abilene absolutely. High are in the same boat right yeah.
2: now, where I've got questions about Abilene High's defense. Has been other than I mean, Middle and Legacy torched them last week, but before that, they have been pretty good. Mm-hmm. So they uh, scored thirty-seven points. I, I think uh, right now, Tascos is the team to beat. I would it, agree through three weeks. I would agree. And we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, Caprock is a real surprise of this district, yeah. though. They are, and, I, and even I though think, they lost to Canyon, they're still in the mix.
1: Yeah, and I, yeah, I think I think I don't think they're fool's gold. I think that they're yeah. for real.
2: So yeah, you play when you play defense like they play, you're, you'll be in a lot of games. Yeah. All right. What's next?
0: Um, is there a level of panic at Manville after starting one and two, especially with the rise of Fullshare, the Magnolia Schools, and Richmond Foster? I would say
1: yes. I would say panic is probably a little bit too strong for me, but I do think losing last night to Angleton is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that was a game that was going to be a real positioning game. I think right now, because here's the thing I think Angleton, I think Manville's going to make the playoffs. Because basically, they got to win one of these. First, take care of business against teams like Kempner. You know, mm-hmm. got to be friends with next week, which is no, you know. No picnic, for no sure. No picnic. I would say that if you are Manville, you're not hitting the panic button, but you lost your margin for error. If they had beaten Angleton last night, you're like, okay, good. We can got drop a, cushion a game. We can drop a game. If we mm-hmm. if we end up losing it to Magnolia West, or we end up losing to Full Shear and stuff like that, then it's for real. But last night's a big eye opener, like yeah. that. That the, that the district because well, the district's pretty strong Yeah, I so. think what
0: makes that scarier is the fact that they're a very young team and at this point mm-hmm. you would expect to see some sort of like oh they're starting to figure it out and it felt like there was no oh they're starting to figure it out
2: so uh, you know I picked Ang- Angleton to win that game last week humble break just go back and look at the week three big school preview I picked Angleton to win that game I've been high on Angleton since 7-on-7. Seven seven. I like them a lot. I, 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 But I 100% agree with you. Mm. I think Manville's lost their margin for error, and I think if they drop another yes. one, at that point, you're hitting the... You're, there's some concern. Look, let, let me say Let
1: me say this. There's a yellow flag up right Yellow now. flag. Yeah. They lose to Friendswood next week like three red flags like throw them up because then you've still got magnolia west richmond foster magnolia and And full Mm -hmm. who arguably are all better than Mm Friendswood. so now you're hitting then you're in trouble yes so yes next week is next week is a huge game next week is there is their cowboys Bengals. yeah caution the caution flag is out (laughs)
0: um should we start to panic about brock i think we will have the answer to that
1: I wouldn't after even panic tonight. after tonight. Do you see? I got yelled at in the comments on the YouTube on the picks video. No, for, I did. Because I, I previewed the Brock game again. And I'm like, they've played, they were a preseason number one. They played four straight state ranked teams. It was like, the
2: same guy that was mad that we had him ranked at 0 and 2. Like, yeah. This guy from Grandview, he's mad at us for ranking Brock.
1: Anyway, all that's to say, I wouldn't even panic if tonight is close against Gunner. Because the other thing is, I think well, what's so fascinating about this game. I feel like this is Gunner's first game. Yeah, this is we're game. Gonna learn one. a lot this about Gunner. This is game Gunner. one for Gunner because the two teams they played before, all due respect, they're the not charter a schools class. or it's a pr- charter school and a private school, and they're just a lot better than them. Yeah, you know what I mean. And so we'll find out tonight exactly what Gunner is. If, if
2: Gunner blows Brock away, yeah, we can yeah. we can. Okay, now now we got issues. If Gunner swirls around and wins a one possession game, because I mean, Gunner, looking at the computer rankings, is probably a top ten, top five team in three. If they were three division one, yeah, like, they're not. They're probably the worst
1: quote-unquote team Brock's played, but they're still really, really good. Here's the other thing, though. The thing that's interesting to me. So the next... Like, they could, like Brock could lose tonight. They'd be 0-4. They're going to be Boyd. They're going to be Peaster. Okay? All respect. But then they get an open date. Then, 8-9. and Back-to-back. Back. Home to Whitesboro. At Paradise, yeah, Life those would good. be the games that we expect. Like no excuses for Brock. Yeah, like they get re- those are games that a true state championship contender goes and wins and honestly wins comfortably. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the measuring stick. So, so I hate to keep kicking that down the road, but like they've been competitive in in three games against state ranked teams that are bigger than them. Tonight will be another measuring stick, but it'll be a different one. It's a, it's a it's a Brock has been
2: competitive in pretty much every game. They've, they've made two or three really key mistakes yeah. at every game. I want to see if they do that again this week or if, if those mistakes were brought on because they're playing well, such they turned the ball over five the, yeah. times
0: against Wimberley. Yeah. That's the one thing that's yeah. like a little concerning. It's yeah. like, hey, you thing. can't be doing is that,
2: that. Is that level of competition where, where those windows and those throws that you would normally make against a
1: 3A team, you can't make them against better top right. 10 4A teams? Now, now, here's the thing. Let me also throw this out there. What if Brock goes out there and clobbers Gunner like what if they go out there and they beat them fifty six? Then they're going
0: to be the team that we think that they are.
1: But okay, but what does that say about Gunner? I
2: think we, I think then we start to have questions about, about Gunner, yeah, because because
1: then it's like okay, you played a couple of teams that you're just a lot better than, and then you played a team that can push that can punch back, and you you wilt. Like that's a real question for me. Because yeah. then by the way, the next week they go to Gladewater, and I know Gladewater's one and two, but that's a team that's gonna. Beat your rear end in the trenches. Yes. You know what I mean? So we'll find out a lot about – there's a lot to glean yeah, from this game. I'm tonight. really interested in this, this game. is This is like a, a huge data point for us moving forward for all of 3A. So well, let's do two more, Pickle.
0: How hot is the seat at Texas A&M?
1: Uh, right now it is – well, okay.
0: There's a different – yeah. There's right. A... So this is a <laughs> weird conversation. Coach or team? Because here's the thing.
1: Guys, let me just tell you this unless some sort of, like, horrifying scandal comes out about Jimbo Fisher... He's not
0: getting fired. They're not
1: going to fire him. He has,
0: like, a ridiculous amount of He's money guaranteed
1: owed $70 million. Yeah. Guaranteed. They're not going to fire him. So, unless something, like, off the field happens, basically. Right now, what I think is so interesting about the situation at A&M is just how quickly... The, the fan base turns. How quickly the narrative around them have turned, like, from the fans, of just being like, He's Jimbo the guy Like three weeks ago They were ready to build him a statue Yeah, Because they
0: brought in The number one recruiting class That's all you heard about For Mm -hmm. three months And then they get three losses And it's not even three losses So here's the thing
1: I think this game Saturday Is And Bill Connolly wrote about this on ESPN I want you to go read it Basically If they win this one Everyone's like Ah Don't worry about it It was a hiccup last week Great win at home against Miami Right Everything's fine If they go and lose this game Then they're staring at one and five Okay, because Arkansas at Mississippi State, Alabama, mm-hmm. okay, they're staring at one and five. And at that point, everything is on the table, and people are talking about how Jimbo Fisher has got to hire an offensive coordinator, which at that point, why'd you hire Jimbo Fisher? Mm-hmm. You hire him to be the offensive mastermind. <gasps> it's just like there's, sat- I don't want to put it all on one game, but t- tomorrow's game, tomorrow night's game is huge, yeah. massive for A&M and just the way... Because the other thing is that they're a young team and... You don't want to lose them. There's, there may be an effort factor. Yeah. If they drop this game and then they get another week of people saying like, oh, A M, you know, look at them, you know, they're February champions, stuff like that. They get another week of that, there may be some effort in the in the uh, locker room. They win on Saturday, it's all sunshine and daffodils and last Saturday was a fun... was a, was a, was a weird one-off. But like, if they lose Saturday to, to, to a better Miami team watch out mm-hmm. okay you got an ender
0: mm-hmm. um hang on where did it go will dctf come to the rgv to cover vela and psja north
2: <coughs> well we, shall we shall you break some news here were some breaking news Mass- He's out. so usually i don't release my schedule until uh usually on sunday i usually tweet out my schedule but um The plan, as of now, is for me to be at that game Thursday night. How about that? I will fly down to the Valley on Thursday morning, spend the day in the Valley, and then go to uh, Edinburgh, Vela, and PSJA North Thursday night. Now... PSJA, or PSJA North still needs to take care of business tonight yes. against McAllen or McAllen Row, one of the McAllen schools. PSJA North is if, playing McAllen. If they lost to McAllen, I might reconsider, because at that point, I feel pretty Computer's confident. got them as 23-point favorites. Uh, they should win the game. So I would say, uh, <clears throat> as of now, the plan is to be there. But PSJA North has to take care of business tonight. But yes, I actually do plan on being there. I won't have the swag wagon. Um, you ain't driving? Well, I mean, I would if they would let me, but... Yeah, that's true. Uh, so yeah, I, that, that a, is... Right. So I know you and Pickle are very jealous. Um, I'm super envious.
1: I'm, I'm furious with you. Now, do you I mean, want to reveal the other part, the, part of your... You
2: got the corporate card. I mean, you can, just, you can I just don't just have a corporate out. card. Oh.
1: Do, you want to, um, do you want to reveal the other part of your wild... We'll talk about that on tap and Oh, there's a tease because you're <laughs> you. A subscriber. This is this is the craziest schedule you've ever had. It's pretty. Cra- it's a you, pretty wild schedule. You crazy for this one, Jay? Yeah, yeah. Okay.
2: And, and, and I know you're super jealous. You're of uh, my Friday. We'll my, talk about the that. location of my Friday game. We'll talk of your about that on tap and step coming yeah. up. Here. That is a that is a lateral tease.
1: Forty-eight hours out. That's right. Yeah, forty. Uh, pickle. You want to plug anything?
0: Um, yeah. Watch uh Bally Sports Southwest tonight for it's a football riveting Friday. endorsement.
2: Riveting endorsement. I guess if you wanna. I mean if you're not doing anything. Uh or if you wanna come to Howe, I'll be in Howe tonight. Come say hi. Yeah. You know, I'll be in Howe. Go to Howe.
1: Uh, Or or watch Valley Sports. Or or watch Valley Sports. One of the two. Those are your two options. Yeah, that's it. Go to Howard. You can't do anything else.
0: Other than that, sit there and fight with your TV. Don't take.
1: Don't take your wife to dinner. (laughs) Don't play with your kids. Those are the two things you can do. Sit and sulk. It's going to do for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com/slash Dave Campbell's, and of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks again to Cherokee head coach Zach White for being our guest. For Matt Stepp and Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please meet your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you Monday on Texas Football Today. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.